What's up, former party people? This is Jerry, you know, the one who actually combs his hair on the A is for Alcoholic podcast. Now, if you're finding value in listening to the AIFA podcast every week and you want to support sharing it with others, we invite you to become a sustaining monthly or per show contributor. Go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. It's super easy and it only takes a quick moment. It's about as easy as buying one of those pre-cooked space chickens from the grocery store, taking it outside, giving it a big old kiss, and kicking it into traffic. (laughs) Why would you do that? Anyway, you do you, and I'll do me. Again, go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. And with that, people, let's start the show. A is for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. And we're back. Um, Happy New Year, Jerry. Um, Happy New Year, dude. Yeah. How uh, how was it for you in this 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 yo year? We made a puzzle. We were making a puzzle. My my wife Mm -hmm. was in Nogales, you know, south of here, an hour south here on the border with her family. Right. Or no, she was with her mother about 45 minutes south of here. And my sister and my brother-in-law and I made a puzzle of boats. And about 12.02, my little sister walked in and said, Happy New Year, pendejos, and walked out. And me and Danny, my brother-in-law, looked at each other and we're like, oh, shit, it's midnight. It's like way past midnight. Like, I mm. didn't even know. We didn't count down or ring in or anything. No. Nothing. Just made a puzzle. Oh, was- we had a charcuterie board and a big dinner. That was really nice. Yeah charcuterie charcuterie nice. charcuterie um yeah i was in bed at like 10 45 are you serious yeah i was just like what well here's the thing there was fireworks so i didn't get to fall asleep right away mm-hmm. but i was just like what am i gonna do like i'm not i'm not celebrating right. i am not excited right um, not that i'm not you know hopeful for the future and all that stuff right but uh, right. i was just like i'm gonna go to bed because i've i've just kind of been trying to uh and bringing us to our letter today is to get back on track right Mm -hmm. so it's the new year and there's lots of resolutions and it's very easy to be i think cynical about resolutions Mm -hmm. um and but i also think that we as human beings we have the structure of weeks and months and years and when something new starts we like to start anew with it yes just a good tool to use because we could start a you could start a resolution you could start a workout routine or a diet or uh another whatever it was that you wanted to do you could start it in the middle of last month you could start yeah. it next month but people like to you know start things fresh new so my whole thing was i'm not getting enough sleep and on top of not getting enough sleep in those hours that I'm that I should be sleeping, say from like 10:45 to 2 a.m., mm-hmm. I'm usually up online watching some shit or scrolling <laughs> through my phone, right? And I'm, but I mean, I'm just watching, you know, what pseudo intellectual YouTube videos. Yeah, it's like, are you just in bed watching H Bomber guy? Have you ever heard of him? H Bomber <laughs> yes, guy, yes, dope, he's dude. great. I fell asleep the other night watching him explain how Fallout New Vegas was the best game ever made, and I was like, "You're fucking right, it's the best game ever made." <laughs> yeah, I think then, I've seen yeah. that one. But he's like a bread tube guy. If, if uh-huh. uh, listeners aren't familiar, bread tube guys, they typically are left. Well, they are. They're left wing socialist or socialist democrat. It's more like about 
um, social constructs than it is about than it is about politics. And politics are involved right. in it. But anyway, sure. yeah. H, so H bomber guy is good. The Surfs. You ever watch the Surfs? I do. I follow them on TikTok too. Yes. Yeah, they're Canadians, <laughs> man. Those dudes uh-huh. are wild. Oh, I should follow them on TikTok. Uh huh. Yeah, they're funny um, as hell. So yeah, I'm usually watching that stuff, but I like H right. bomber mm-hmm. guy, and I'm not even a huge. I don't think I've I've played um, New Vegas maybe once. Best not game even ever all made. the way through. You yeah. Can't really do it on PS4 though. So there's another one. There's another channel called Up Is for Jump. Do you know this? This I, is an yes, English guy. Yeah, I'm familiar with that. And one. so he does it's, one where he'll be like, new. He'll be Fallout VR is is an absolute nightmare. nightmare. Yes. Yes, it is he's the weirdest really funny. damn thing in the world. Yes. Yeah. That he's really funny. He uses a lot of props and jump cuts and just mm-hmm. weird stuff. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, I'll be up. And so I just decided I was like, okay, I need to fucking get back on track. Not just because it's right. the new year, but because I am, I have seen myself in this last year go through all these phases and I'm, it's funny to look back and see the, because I've had so much time to be so self-aware this year, Mm -hmm. because I have not been caught up in working or, or whatever else in life in general. I mean, imagine if the pandemic had not happened where you'd be sitting right now, probably still in your house in Oregon, complaining about your fucking tattoo job. Most likely. Most <laughs> so, likely. So this kind of shit has been spinning through my head. And right. I found that I go through these phases of um I go through these phases where one of them will be lamenting my my situation, feeling right. sorry for myself. Mm-hmm. Being That's easy. Thick, yeah. Right. <laughs> I do it too though. I'm not calling yeah. you out. Like I no. can relate. Absolutely. Yeah. Being thick in the middle of it and then looking for those things that I think are going to make me feel good, which usually consists of something on the computer or the phone and food. Right. And mm-hmm. I don't, I no longer have, and I could, but I no longer have the 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 way that you use to control your intake of food because I was I got fed up with it and I was like I'm not fucking counting calories anymore and that's when I gained all the weight <clears throat> right I was wondering so so I just realized that in those like three to four hours at the end of the night I would eat and I would overeat and I would yeah. get to the point where I was like I need to eat dinner early enough so that I can be not as full so I can eat all the fucking snacks that I want later on. Mm-hmm. I was making all these shifty weird plans about when I was going to consume all this food, right? Right, yeah. All this weird manipulative shit in my own brain and I I'm <clears throat> I talk a lot about food because I don't I don't have alcohol anymore. Right. So, these so this is <laughs> your this is your new bitch now, dude. <laughs> Yo, this so, is my new bitch cashews and fucking craisins. So I'm done with, I'm done with, I haven't had any dried fruit and I haven't had any nuts for quite some time now. Mm-hmm. And I realized that there was also the injuries that had occurred. And this last bout, which put me out for about a week was the ankle and the lower back. Right. And I started to go, okay, there's nothing you can do about it. You just got to get through this. You don't need to feel bad. But I was also going like, gosh, I'm always like feeling when I would eat and I would eat too much and I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm so full. Yes. I need to stop I felt that. that the past few days. Actually, I need to stop that John. When, mm-hmm. when do you feel better? Do you feel better when you are lighter? Do you feel better when you're moving? Okay. So the injuries are gone. They're not, they're not the end of it, but I now am my, my point is getting back on track. I'm trying to remember those times when I felt best, which was get up in the morning move, drink water, drink coffee, get up earlier, 
read my book, whatever I'm reading, write in my journal, and then begin the process of getting some sort of exercise in. And before it was mm-hmm. running nonstop, crazy. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that has, that is curtailed a little bit only because I hurt myself. So, and also I need to get stronger in other places, right? You can't just run, yeah. run, 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 run. That's not, that's mm-hmm. not going to work for me anymore. It worked great for a while. And so to I help started you lose this, weight. Absolutely. Yeah. To help you lose weight. So 100%, mm-hmm. I say, do whatever you need to do to keep yourself yeah. fit, you know, and whatever, whatever you'll do consistently. So I found this core workout routine. Mm-hmm. That's about 30 minutes. It is me doing oh, red. Toes. Is it the Haas, Haas fit? No, this is it's With called the blender. posters behind him. Oh, okay. No, this is called like blender fitness blender or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just this not young familiar. dude. I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, send it. I'd love to see it. It's not easy. No, but, core workout suck dick, dude. But I thought if I could do it for 30 days, then I could like get it in me to do it regularly because it would get easier after 30 days right. doing like the T stabilization where you kind of basically do a side plank up on your arm. And Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh my God. And I can't do it for 45 I hate seconds. Those. I don't do those. So I do it for yeah. 20 seconds and yeah. then I collapse. I'm, dude, I do core shit. I, I got to tell you though, I do core shit three times a week and I still can't do, I can barely get at certain types of planks for mm-hmm. 45 seconds, certain mm-hmm. types of them, like plank jacks and stuff like that. But uh, so I'm there with you, dude. Core stuff is like some of the hardest shit. And I look at you and how spelt you are now. And I look at pictures of when you were, I saw some pictures of us from some fucking years ago. And Uh we both, you were just this swollen thumb of a man. You know what I mean? A little thumb, a little thumb with an attitude. (laughs) It's just like this. Uh huh. And And red too. (laughs) Like you're pushing thumb. Like I like the way you pushed your thumb and made it red. Right. Like when you push the blood out of a pinprick, you know? It was just you with glasses on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a pompadour. (laughs) Yeah. But the pompadour didn't look as good because the face, I don't know. Anyhow. So, and it was was adding extra thumb to the thumb, dude. You know, like catching a a side of thumb with that thumb. So, uh-huh, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh, no, I was just, I just, just I... To... anyhow. So working mm-hmm. on this core workout and trying to maybe I'm never going to get as felt as you because maybe that's just not how my body is, right? I'm just a mm-hmm. bigger person than you are, regardless. Mm-hmm. So stop trying to compare yourself to somebody else, thinking, oh, if you're only skinny, you'll be happy, because right. you were skinnier last year. I was, and I was skinnier I... last year. Yeah, but and but the work and the maintenance and that instead of just finding a place where you're comfortable with your own body. Do you know what I mean? Like the work and the maintenance I had to do. And I even, even when I got here, my brother-in-law was talking to me and he's like, dude, you know, I saw pictures of you online last year and you look like too skinny. Like you look sick. He was like, yo, does Jerry have cancer? You know, he was like, you look gaunt, you know, but I guess what I was trying to say earlier was I really like your, the mental pathway you're taking where you're like, when did I feel my best and how can I get back to that? Because even though you were really skinny, were you at your best? Not really. It's when you were a little bit above that, but still being able to maintain some activity. Because right. for you, I don't know if the running is a bargaining for you. I think it started off as a bargaining, like, yo, I can eat extra ice cream, which is still, it's still a bargaining yes. thing for me. Yes. Yes. But I enjoy it too, though. So, mm-hmm. but I think you really enjoy it. And so. I do. You know. And I did today. And, mm-hmm. you know, so getting, finding that place where I feel best mm-hmm. is not always, it's not always it's not always easy. And I have been equating food to happiness for so long in my life or just Mm -hmm. intaking, ingesting, imbibing 
to happiness for so long, of yeah. course, it's going to be difficult to, to extricate myself from those feelings. Right. So that's been kind of my little trip this last week and a half mm -hmm. is, is starting to really, I think I may have mentioned this before, this idea of intuitive eating and listening to when you're full and when you're hungry. And like when I right. had lunch today and I probably could have eaten half and then put the other half away. And it was just some veggies and some rice and a couple of eggs. And it was like, okay, this is really fucking good. You made a really good meal, John. This is tasty. But mm -hmm. like, I didn't need to eat the whole thing. And I got like, oh man. Oof. Yeah. And that was my first like real meal of the day. Yeah. So it's just kind of getting into this and really trying to think about, okay, what do you need? Well, what is the, what is the basis for good health? Well, one of it is fucking sleep. And I can't, I can't keep going to sleep at two or three in the morning. Right. And thinking well, that I'm going to wake up. Well, and I also think about where you are at right now. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. What's up, Olive? I did not know you were in here. Yeah. That's my kid. Hi. She's on the podcast um, now, mm. but I was thinking about where my you're at. Talk. Say what? My TED talk. Oh yeah. <laughs> Follow Olive. Don't ever follow my daughter to TikTok. <laughs> That's it. That's gross. Uh, Get out of here, recording. Grounded. No, but I, I but go ahead. <laughs> I gotta think about where you're at right now, too. Like our last letter R was for relationships, and you were going through a breakup. You're still dealing with the, I mean, and not to get too much into your personal life, but you're still dealing with the reverberations of a disillusion of a relationship that you had for a long time. So you're trying to find your comfort space in there, and you got to plug your plug into a separate outlet that brings you that dopamine hit which is mm -hmm. booze is no longer an option for you in this moment which i really commend that you even though you went through a breakup your first choice i imagine wasn't like yo let's get loaded because you had the wherewithal to know where that path leads do you know what i'm saying so mm -hmm. you're like okay well then maybe it's maybe it's maybe unconsciously subconsciously you're like well it's, it's fucking uh dried fruit and nuts it's going to make me happy. And then you get hurt. I've been thinking about you a lot the past three days, because when I hurt, I hurt my neck, I couldn't turn my head for the past two days. And it was painful. I couldn't lift my arms up because I had like bit this muscle. Right. And today it finally freed up today. So I haven't been able to run, walk, work out anything for the past few days. Right. And in my mind, it's like this race to still, I still got to get my 8,000 steps at least, you know, and 8,000 is a low number because I've been sitting at the tattoo shop. So if I get 8,000 in a tattoo shop, man, I'm really trying. But uh, I'm like, I still got to get my steps and still got, so I'd get up and like move around just any bit of activity. But I've been thinking about you and like how you would hurt yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? And how like, you're like, fuck, I'm hurt. So I can't do this one thing that makes me happy. So let's do this other thing that makes me happy. You know, mm -hmm. so you're, you're taking the plug and unplugging it from another outlet, putting it in another one, but due to our nature and who we are as people, we like overdo it. Uh -huh. Like just yeah. tend to overdo it. Yeah. Because why feel a little bit good when you can feel as good as you possibly can to you feel horrible. You know, <laughs> if, like <laughs> if, if that's what one does, what will tend to give you tend to, right? So you're like, well, what's this one fucking banana chip? Like I want 100 banana chips. I'm going to eat them all and then get diarrhea or whatever. But you know, <laughs> I used to just like fuck fucking bourbon, you know? Yeah, dude. Oh man. I used to eat them and I didn't realize how sugary and fat and fucking, mm -hmm. I knew how delicious they were used to fuck yeah. with those used to get the little boxes the little like kind of like clamshells at 7-eleven when i'd run out of the bags from like safeway or whatever oh just man jam and banana chips and ice cream it's sugar you know you took the sugar out and then 
from booze and then added the sugar in with just sugar. And so there was but that's one our nature time. though, dude. That's our nature, man. Uh-huh. I ordered yeah. these banana chips from Amazon. I because I was I realized like they have a lot of from sugar. Fuck- <laughs> yeah. But I ordered like a it was a sugar-free or no sugar, like, but I got like the giant box. I think it was like five pounds of banana chips because I was like, uh-huh. get a bunch. And that way I don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it. And I yeah. got because there was no sugar on them, it was the mm-hmm. worst thing in the world. It was yeah, it had probably no it was, flavor. Yeah. I threw the whole box out, the whole five pounds, like in the trash that day. I like that you set it up though, like getting a handle of vodka. Like you're like, <laughs> yo, if I get enough banana chips. I don't have to go back out and get more. I'll just be sit. I just sit here and watch. Fucking, yeah. yeah. I just sit here and watch, you know, internet comment etiquette and eat a fucking pound of banana chips. I like it. We're going back. I just keep going back to these YouTube videos because that's all I got to watch right now. Well, and this is another thing that I'm realized I get hooked on. Like, I mean, I don't know. I know that you have a busier life than I do right now, obviously. But I sit, I don't play games a lot right now, but I do. I sit at night and watch YouTube videos till I fall asleep. Right. But not on my phone. At, I watch like, screen time, right? And mm-hmm. screen time is a is a real problem for me because I don't do it all at once. But yeah, ding I'm ding. laughing at you because you have like fucking five fucking social media accounts, right? If so, not, I mean, I'm aware. Got shit on social media accounts. I was like, John's hit me up on TikTok, Twitter, and his four different Instagram accounts, and I just got a text <laughs> message from him. I'm like, God damn, son. I'm aware just so you know i mean i'm not i'm not completely oblivious to my behavior oh, i know you're not i know but you're, not. you're like now i do i do try to justify it to myself a little bit by saying i am creating things i'm promoting things I'm, yes exactly rather than just consuming but there's plenty of consuming there too and so this is also where i've been kind of looking at myself and saying hey so you don't have 34 minutes and 17 seconds for this core workout, which I looked at the clock because it's mm-hmm. painful. Um, but yeah, of course, yeah. every <laughs> can, one of those minutes are a motherfucker, dude. But how did you spend seven hours on your phone the other day? And I'm like, is that possible? Did I really do can, that? But can you moderate it though? Or do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, can mm-hmm. you moderate it and forgive yourself for those things? That's that's the question, right? I mean, you are capable of moderate. Well, I don't know if you're capable. You must be capable of moderation to something in your life. I think I am with, I think I can be with everything. I just now, right. I, need to, I need to see it. So when I talk about these patterns that I, I saw myself go through over this last year mm-hmm. and even the year before that, <clears throat> there's the sad, depressed, um, self-pity, self-loathing, the injuries are punishment, um brought down upon Mm -hmm. me cosmically or existentially or whatever psychically right and then i kind of snap out of it and i go okay so let's look at yourself objectively what do you need to do right now all right Mm -hmm. so you need to you need to do this this and this you know that if you do this it's not going to give you the result you want in fact it's going to do the opposite and it's going to make it harder to get the result you want so you really need to figure out a way to not do this thing whether that's and that's usually eating or yeah. <laughs> walking around, you know, you, it's very easy to scroll around on TikTok and get entertained for an hour or two. My TikTok has sucked lately, dude. Well, I, it took a really weird turn. Like the algorithm just went, you want some of this weird shit? And I'm like, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. It was great. Like a month ago. I don't mean to derail this conversation. No, no. Just, I said this to Megan last night. Cause I was like fucking around waiting for something, looking at TikTok. And I'm like, man, my TikTok sucks, sucks. right now. Yeah. It's just like weird nine like 17 year olds lip syncing to fucking fleetwood mac i'm like when where did i take this left turn like what 
Yeah, you yesterday just, it was all these cool politically active dudes and Native Americans talking about cool shit and like maybe every once in a while a cool dance. Maybe someone's singing a funny song and now it's just teenagers, which mm-hmm. is TikTok. It's all teenagers. Or it's like, you've reached Gen X TikTok. We're fucking badass. And I'm like, no, we're old. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, so I need to, I need to find something else to do with that time. And uh-huh. that's fine. It's fine. I can do it. I'm capable of doing it. And I'm sort of in this, and maybe it's sort of a manic depressive kind of thing. I don't feel that manic and I don't feel like I get that depressed, but mm-hmm. in this current, in, in this moment today, I feel much more objectively aware of what I need to do. And also that I'm far more, I feel like I'm far more forgiving to myself than I've been. Yes, I think you should be. And I think this, this is why I wanted to, you've made me, I was thinking the whole time you're talking and you got to do the same thing you did in early recovery. You got to love yourself and forgive yourself. Like you make mistakes, you fuck up, you do things that you personally aren't, that aren't um, appropriate for you. Right. Right. It's not like you have a partner or someone else who's with you. Who's like, man, you be fucking around TikTok too much. Knock it off. Like it's you telling yourself this, this is unacceptable. So, Mm -hmm. but you also have to understand that and just with me we're going through these massive periods of transition and i don't mean just me moving to another state and like you know what i mean living with eight other people that's wild dude it's totally wild but also with you you've undergone some major transitions in life and i always think of it like a plane switching its uh, altitude where you'll get turbulence until you get down to you know from 1400 Mm -hmm. to a thousand you'll have it'll be shaky as fuck till you get to your cruising altitude again that's why it's always travel metaphors with me but like Mm -hmm. That's the way I think it's about true. it is, okay, so right now I'm going from this slot to the next slot or plugging in from this plug to the other plug. And while I'm doing it, it's going to be shaky and fucking weird. I'm going to fuck my back up and I'm not going to be able to run. And man, I've been eating till I've been really full because of the holidays and shit and being like, damn, dude, I'm almost 160 pounds. What the fuck? I should be at 155 and being like, yo, forgive yourself. You'll get back there again, dude. You get back in your routine. You'll figure it out. You know, like mm-hmm. just like with booze, dude, you know, I'll figure it out. You know, we'll figure it out. We got to live a life without it mm-hmm. because it fucks our lives all up. And then we got to do this podcast, talk about TikTok and fucking YouTube videos and like video right. games. It's just, just some, some poor guy out there or some poor person out there is trying to recover. And they're like, why are these motherfuckers talking about TikTok? It's the weirdest fucking alcoholism podcast. I do follow this one. There's this one girl. She's called Rehab Girlfriend and she does some funny skits on TikTok. Oh, really? Uh, on TikTok, I got to check her out. I follow really good. Like, yeah, dude. Yeah, I have not hit. I haven't hit recovery TikTok yet. <laughs> I, it's like last night they were like, "You've hit macrame TikTok," and I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing TikTok? Like macrame yeah. TikTok?" You yeah. got to start. You got to start liking and commenting, and then you can kind of hold down the screen and be like, "Not interested," which is what I did. Oh. When- that's yeah. what I'm going to do now. See? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to move it along. So I don't whenever... want to see some 12-year-old girl being like, bwam, 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 no. And that will eventually go away, but that's what it shows everybody at first, I think. But so, it was great, I don't know. like when I was getting my hair cut a month ago. It yeah. was like, perfect. So something happened. I think maybe maybe moving to Arizona, my IP address changing the mm-hmm. program's like, oh, you live in Arizona now. You like dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. <laughs> So, but anyway, um, that's, but anyway, the point is, you know, boozing, not boozing, being sober, you know, that's being sober, find, find some community. I'm telling you, there's, there's a few people in sober TikTok, and I'm like, all right, good for you, man. Like people Mm -hmm. are out there doing shit and like talking about it and being open about it. And I think it's great. I think it's awesome. And this is just my particular new year's, you know, new year, 2021 
get back on track for the things that I want. And it's not, Mm -hmm. I think it's not, oh, I will love myself more if I am skinnier. Like, I don't think that that is a good thing. I want to shed some of this weight because I want to be able to achieve more physically rather than it being, don't get me Mm -hmm. wrong, how I look is important to me. I'm not Mm -hmm. above vanity or you know obviously you can tell with this fucking i'm like trying to hold it in like i'm just like 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 a geico fucking caveman right now so sobriety it's so easy a caveman can do it (laughs) you look like 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 tim allen when he was turning into santa claus like right before the the middle shit turned white it's like right in the middle of the morph that's me but it is true the transitional uh santa claus Uh That's true. It is. It's he's it just kind of gets a little bit. His but cheeks get red. It's just everything kind of. But I I don't know. Like other than the facial hair, which is insane. But whatever. Um, it's hey, you're trying out new shit. Where are we going? You're not. Where going are we going? Anywhere. This is it. This where is it. Going? I don't yeah. have a job. So this is my job but is to grow this beard. I love that you're being. I love that you're being honest and saying if I lose more weight, I'd be capable of more shit and if i can be capable of more shit then i get to do more shit so i was talking to my brother-in-law about it the other day and they were talking about hiking and i'm like i've never really been a big hiking guy and my brother danny was like dude you haven't gone hiking in shape he's like you've only hiked as a fat drunk guy who smoked he's like try it in shape you can actually look at shit around you instead of just panting for your life you know like it's so true yeah and so you know that's the benefit of like feeling better that's a you know once again buttonhole back into booze again but that's the benefit of not drinking is you get to like actually look at the trees look around mm-hmm. and shit be like oh that mountain was there i never knew that was there this is usually where i'd stop and fucking light up you know so this is this is a great this brings me back to a memory of mm-hmm. hiking and um i was dating one young lady and uh-huh. i don't know if it was a birthday or maybe it was an anniversary or if it was just a weekend and we went out this is up in washington and we were out either orcas island or one of these little small beautiful mm-hmm. wooded areas and all i remember is getting drunk at the restaurant and wanting her to drive me back to the little local store to get more beer and she wouldn't right and being frustrated and upset about that and then going yeah. for a hike the next morning and a massage right. and a hike and not wanting to do either of them and being so right. frustrated, hungover, angry, but it's supposed to be the special occasion, right? It was supposed to be a weekend right. getaway and mm-hmm. I didn't want to do any of it. And now when I think about it, I would love to be able to go. I just remember how miserable that hike was. And now right. I'm, I'm looking for places to go because, right. because it feels good to move and it feels good. And so it's not be just outside, dude, you know? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be stronger. I want to be able to go on a longer hike. I want to be able to mm-hmm. run... I want to be able to do, I said this at the beginning of last year or the year before when I was thinking about what I wanted to achieve, I want to be able to go out and just run an easy 10 miles. And that seems still insane to me, but I know that it's possible, but it's going to require some other disciplines. It's going to require some other, I'm just going to have to get stronger in other places, which I've never been stronger. And that's- Which you're, it's good you're doing your core shit though, because that'll absolutely (laughs) help you with your running. It will though, it will. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's everything that I read is that's what they talk about. And so, yeah, that's part of, I think, again, to bring it back to recovery and sobriety, when we think about the things that we are missing out on, because it's mm-hmm. very easy, especially it's dry January, Jerry, 
And yeah, I know. And and people are, and maybe that's that's great. And maybe that will that will spur some people. And maybe they found this because this podcast, because they're doing a dry January and they're looking for something right. to fill the fucking time that comes with being sober that we don't <laughs> that we forget. Son of a bitch, yeah. But I think that that there's when you realize what you gain through sobriety rather than what you give up, when you make that sort yeah. of that perspective mm-hmm. switch, which is very difficult. It was very yeah. difficult for me. It was it's not still easy. difficult for me. Well, no, it's not. It was for a long time because now I'm living in it. Like this is what I'm gaining from mm-hmm. not drinking. There are other mm-hmm. things I'm still being a fucking bitch about though, but this is the one thing I'm not being a bitch about. I'm like, yo, if I were drunk right now, I wouldn't be able to do it half of this shit or these opportunities, I'd miss them. Mm-hmm. But I cry yeah. about other shit. I'd be like, if my back didn't hurt, I'd be out there running in higher altitude feeling like shit because these runs have been hard as fuck out here, dude. Because the altitude is higher. Altitude in the desert? Yeah, because, yes, because, and we're actually at the base of a mountain here, so we're actually a little bit higher. Uh, Eugene, Oregon's about 300 feet mm-hmm. above sea level. Not very high. You know, that's practically sea level for the most part. Um, and up here, we're at like 2,500 feet above mm. sea level so i made like a 2000 and some foot jump you know mm. and i thought it was bullshit and i've told my dad this multiple times i'm like i rolled my eyes at you and you told me to be careful and then i got out there and ran a little over a quarter of a mile and was fucking gassed it was like <sighs> hot lungs like the first time I ever even now i still haven't done a full five miles yet because mm-hmm. it's just i have to acclimate to it i really do and it sounds silly but i just am used to running at sea level in eugene mm-hmm. you know yeah. On, and it's a lot more humid there. So it's a lot less rough on the mm. lungs. It's dry and dry and cold here. And so it burns, dude. It burns. This is, those lungs are they got chilly. In <clears throat> You're going to have to, you'll just get chilly. acclimated to it. I mean, you will eventually. I have to. And once I do, it'll be great because the views I hear are beautiful. Everything's all mm. vast and gorgeous. Um, my brother-in-law, I keep talking about him, but it's, I talked to him a lot over the past week and so, week or so since I've been here, but he's got a treadmill in his garage and a stationary bicycle and a, a weight band, like a weight machine which i don't like the weight machine and i've been messing with the treadmill a little bit but what he does is he puts a 30 pound pack on his back mm-hmm. and then puts the treadmill at like a five to six percent incline and runs on that and he runs with a 30 pound pack on his back in the morning for like an hour that's nice. fucking wild right and so i'm thinking i was thinking about you and doing your running and hiking i'm like man wouldn't it be interesting if john tried that like you just went on runs where you camped you know what I mean? Like you just figured out what you needed, you know, maybe start slow. And this is not a suggestion. I just picture you yeah. doing that shit. You're like, yo, I'm going to run 10 miles and five miles into it. I'm going to set up camp, camp overnight, eat some fucking fruit, you know, eat some fish or whatever you eat. Cold granola. <laughs> hang out, whatever. cold granola, yeah. write some poems, listen to a little <laughs> bit of music, get up, run the other five miles back. And then, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like with a pack on your back, you know, but 30 pack. Yeah. I mean, I've heard I'd just that. be afraid I... of being alone, man. I wouldn't want to be alone. I think if it's safe, I mean, these campgrounds, a lot of these campgrounds, it's not, um, it's not like I, you're just posting up in the fucking right. woods, you yeah. know? I mean, I, I would never no. do that. Yeah. Um, you're not in Columbia. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's not, there's not, I, I've, I've heard too many stories about people who go out there and get wild and get off course and off track. And I mean, mm. it's nature is not meant for, no, Humans no, are not no, meant no. for nature, I don't think. No, we're not. Not no, anymore. We're fucking awful, dude. Um, no, not anymore. But I do, I think that there's this desire with me to want to be stronger and want to be able to do more that I've never had before. And mm-hmm. so 
when last year happened and not that anything's changed, you know what I mean? Like, so, so we flipped the, the, the page on the calendar or you know, right. whatever. It's still fucking 2020. You know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? I mean, everybody's right. saying they changed, but come on. They've what big major happened thing. That ball dropped and no one was in times square. Spooky, it was empty. Right? Nothing fucking changed. Yeah. Anyhow. So, yeah. so, I mean, there's still, there's still a lot of issues and we're still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. But I know that I want to, in the small capacity that I have right now, I want to be able mm-hmm. to push myself forward. And that, you know, that includes not just the sobriety part of it, which I think, I don't want to say I think I've got a handle on it, but I know now what I, what I couldn't have done five years ago, I can now go, something bad happens. I really want to fucking drink or I feel right. really sorry for myself and I really want to drink. And I go, mm-hmm. that's just a cue that I need to redirect that somewhere else. And even if I redirect that into a bag of banana chips, that's better <laughs> than a bottle of, uh... yeah, dude, you're not going to go to jail for banana chips. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think that especially this time of year, people are trying new stuff and people want to be better than they were the day before the year before people are right. A lot of people have gained weight and that's been a problem. And that's, that's a big problem that I have always seen in the rooms of recovery, which are now the zooms of recovery, but the, the zooms, rooms, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I got to go out in the living room with that one after this. I'm telling you, it's to get a John be- calls it the zooms of recovery. <laughs> my dad will laugh and my mom will be like, yeah, I don't go to meetings. <laughs> right. My mom, my dad, my dad's like, well, I haven't been in a while and I don't know how to work Zoom. Maybe you can show me. And my mom flat out's like, I don't go. I don't want to go. I read the big book. I'm fine. They're funny as fuck, dude. Their mm-hmm. recovery is hilarious. Yeah. They're both sober as hell though. Yeah. They're both happy. Yeah. But my mom flat out is like, I ain't doing no Zooms. Mm-mm. I don't even want to Zoom with you. <laughs> right. Get out of my face. Um. <laughs> so yeah, man, like that's, that's, that's the thing I've seen it where, you know, we are all so as alcoholics, it is so difficult mm-hmm. to get rid of the sugar cravings. Oh yeah. It's, it's so really difficult. hard. It is, mm-hmm. it is, it is insurmountable. When I first started to try and like just curtail my eating, this is before I even started running. I said, I remember having a night where I said I was going to not eat after a certain time. And I was going to go to bed because what I was inevitably doing was taking a bunch of food to bed with me. I'd turn on the TV, you know, and I'm saying, right. And I couldn't do it. And I remember breaking down and I think it was something stupid. Like I got, I went and ate an orange mm-hmm. An orange is, is 80 calories. 70 <laughs> exactly. Calories. It's 60, 70, yeah, 80. That's nothing. Yeah. An orange yeah, that's is nothing. no big deal, but it was yeah. the, it was the end of the world for me. And it was, it had proven to me that I was a failure and that I would never be able to do this. And I would never be able to break this habit. And I would always be somebody who was going to be addicted to sugar and fat right. and salt. And I was always going to be overweight and I was Fuck. never going to be. And so, and it, the it alcoholic was, is working overtime. <laughs> God damn, dude. Yeah. And so I had this, like, I had this breakdown and I was alone at mm-hmm. the time. It was, I was by myself and I was like, I don't remember if I cried, but I just remember the fucking orange. Like that was, that was the epitome of me not being able to help myself. And, um, well, I mean, I couldn't, I needed to reach out to other people and I needed to read other books and I needed to, to find other ways that people had already done it so that I didn't have to fucking invent it on my own. 
So are you, do you think you're in a fitness relapse right now? Or you think you're coming out of a fitness relapse? I'm coming this- out of it. I'm, com- I'm yeah. coming back out of the fitness relapse. And more mm-hmm. so it's the dietary thing. Like last night, one of my bad habits as far mm-hmm. as my addictions go is when I put myself to bed, when I can't sleep, I'll want to like wake up and I want to look at my phone or I want to eat something. And so last night I was tossing, I was turning, I was thinking about the state of the world and politics and conspiracy theories and fucking vaccinations and all the shit that like was rolling around in my head in the dark. Right. God, the world is just so fucking crazy and on fire. And is it ever going to settle down? And will I be able to? And so I went out and I like ate some blackberries and a couple of frozen Mm -hmm. grapes and I scrolled Mm -hmm. on my phone and I was like, okay, that's no big deal, man. It's not like you, you, you didn't blow it. And then I went back right. to sleep. And also I, one thing at a time, we say it all the time in this podcast, dude, we're like, don't quit smoking and drinking. And you're like, I'm going to quit the iPhone and eating Dove bars. And I'm like, maybe one at a time, like uh-huh. get steady with one and do the other. You know, right. I fuck with you about having all the social media accounts only because you send me 15 different messages on like five different platforms. And I'm like, you're wild, dude. I, and I feel bad that I don't reply, but I'm like doing shit. And I'm like, this is funny. I chuckle. But I guess my point is like, you just got to be, take it easy. I mean, mm-hmm. we tell these people out here all the time, hey, we took it easy. We, I quit drinking, then I quit smoking, you know, and my mom still have my issues with nicotine and caffeine. I'm like crazy with nicotine and caffeine, dude. Like sure. I probably had more than 500 milligrams of caffeine today. Probably mm-hmm. why my neck is all fucked up because I drank a shitload of energy drinks, coffee all day. But that being said, like, I don't know, man, you just got to take it easy on yourself because you want to achieve your goal. But at the same point, you're like, damn, why did I eat five grapes and look at fucking Apple News last night? What the fuck's wrong with me? I'm like, it's all right, dude. But it felt good. It felt good to do it. it. And then and then go back to bed. And I woke up. I didn't feel ashamed. I didn't feel guilty. I didn't feel sad. Mm. And I did my things and I went out and, you know, we, we did our, we had to reschedule and that was fine. That worked, that actually worked out. No, that's Mm -hmm. fine. It worked out better. It worked out better. Good. So even better, you know, and, and it's just these little baby steps, one step at a time, one day at a time, one, Mm -hmm. one grape at a time, you know, yeah, whatever it is. So I, I think that I'm coming out of a relapse. I think that's a good way to put it. Mm-hmm. And that I really want to kind of push myself in a different direction. And I know that I'm capable of it now. I didn't, not that I didn't before, but I get overly sensitive and then I feel overly sad. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so I think, um, I think I've got two months until my birthday, roughly. So I'm going to use those two months to put myself in the best possible position to begin the next year of my life in a way that I want to be, you know? So whether or not I do that every single day or whether or not that, whether or not that falls apart tomorrow remains to be seen. And that's fine too, right? Blueberry boot camp. <laughs> Welcome to Blueberry Boot Camp. That sounds like <laughs> sounds like an episode of Strawberry Shortcake, you know. Blueberry <sighs> Boot Camp. Um, and blueberries are great, by the way. They're super I sweet. Yeah, yeah. It's part They're of my morning smoothie. I got my kids start school tomorrow, dude. Oh yeah, how you First feel day about school that? In a brand new school. Well, we haven't. They haven't given us. We haven't gotten the technology yet, as far as the iPad, because they're doing it all remote here because mm-hmm. Arizona is hot. It's on fire with COVID. 
Mm-hmm. So they're all remote. So we haven't even gotten the iPad yet. So I don't know what we're going to do with it tomorrow. I think I'm just going to wake her up at 6, 7 a.m. Be like, it's time to fucking get up. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, because their school starts at 730. They start an hour earlier than they do in Oregon. So, But I'm up every day at 630 anyway. So I'll have to be waking this kid up at like 7, 637 a.m., which is what I did before anyway. Nothing's really changed. I guess my point is, it just occurred to me while you're talking, we're talking about blueberry boot camp. I was like, yeah, I got to get my kid up <laughs> tomorrow and get her ready for school, you know, because we've been like uh-huh. moving Christmas. We moved our entire life over Christmas break. Crazy shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you feel any sort of sense of like, do you have any New Year's resolutions or do you feel any sort of sense of new nothing? I mean, you obviously well, everything's have a lot new, to do with, but right, right. But there's no resolution because it's, I don't know, man. Like, I'm just going to continue doing what I do. And I have like little, because last year I came to 2020 and I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill it this year. I'm going to do all this shit. And Me then too. It, it was weird, man. It really was. And then it all just went to hell. And like, so this year I'm like, you know what, man, I just want to stay alive. Maybe fucking try to make myself happier. Other than that, like, yeah fitness wise i'm where i'm at recovery wise i feel comfortable but aware comfortable but cautious you know mm-hmm. what do you Even mean cautious like cautious are you just aware of myself and aware of what i'm capable of who i am and what i'm around and you know what i deal with and shit and, you know just there's you know my, it's just i'm just aware of it like mm-hmm. as far as my alcoholism and who i am and you know i'm around yes. it. Um, I'm around this other sober in recovery alcoholics. And then right, my brother, right. my brother-in-law drinks, but he's not by no means an alcoholic, but he's got like an awesome bourbon collection. And you were telling he's me. part. Of, yeah. He's part of this like group of people where they like sell old bourbons. Yeah. I've told you this already. Right. And bourbon was my fucking jam. He's got all them high-class ladies on the other side of that wall. You know what I mean? But I know what comes with it. And that's what I'm cautious about. I guess that's what I mean. Yeah. So I'm cautious about that because I, I'm not going to go over there and drink his booze, but I know what would happen if I did, you know? Yeah. And just don't stop. <laughs> you everything. You'd, I just don't stop. You'd be living in stop. a fucking studio apartment on the other side of Tucson by yourself. You know what I mean? And no one can see me roll my <laughs> eyes there for a minute, but it's like in a pandemic, everybody right. disappointed in me. Right. I wilded out in the fucking desert. Yeah. It's so <laughs> stupid. You know, like, it's not worth it. And that's what I gotta ass. keep telling myself, yeah. dude. Even six years into it, like I gotta tell yeah. myself, not I'm never like tempted. It's really hard to explain. Well, it's not hard to explain. You get it, like uh-huh. you understand. Sometimes you just gotta tell yourself what you're made of, you know. And with me, it's my shitty attitude and my impatience. I've been trying. That's my New Year's resolution: is to try to be more fucking patient. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm really impatient. I get really frustrated. I get really resentful. So it would be working steps. Working on my resentment, my impatience, my character defects, you know, those are my big ones. Resentments and impatience, you know. Yeah, I was talking to um I was talking to another alcoholic about resentments and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And their whole thing was, well, well, who do I need to apologize to? Or, you know, what if they what if I didn't have anything to do with it? And mm-hmm. I said something to the effect of, well, then you didn't, but obviously is something still bothering you. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? So you got to figure you, that shit out. Yeah. If you have brought it up to yourself that something is bothering you that about a situation or a person in the past mm-hmm. that you don't see anymore, but is still living inside your head, that's a resentment that requires your attention 
Now, yeah. I'm not saying that you were you are going to drink over that one, but that one compounded on top of another one, or if something goes, if a resentment goes unchecked, then it just lives there, mm. right? And then it can come back. And then if it comes back and then you stack another one on top of another one, and then next thing you know, you don't know why you feel bad. You're just wandering around feeling shitty and angry and frustrated and sad and self-loathing. And then it then then alcohol sounds like a good idea because fuck right. it. Because everything everything's it. gonna be miserable anyway. Cause 2020 is still here and the fucking right. COVID and the pandemic, and I'm still in a lockdown and right. I'm not supposed to leave my house. And well everybody's fucking out there because nobody gives a shit. Well, I mean, I can't say mm -hmm. that for true. I don't know that for a fact. I mean, most people don't give a shit. I mean, come on. I saw them all lining up a fucking Applebee. They're all Cracker Barrel yesterday. Mm -hmm. Fucking Cracker Barrel. Like I'm going to go get Coke. That's... Cracker Barrel is a shit restaurant full of ding dongs. Anyway, it's just a, it's just a Southern style yeah. chain restaurant. So, but anyway, you know it, you know it. They're all at the Applebee's fucking drinking, you know, what is the beer garitas? Beer give a fuck. Yeah. I'm well, catch COVID so I can eat microwave food. Like, damn. Like, I'm not supposed to be, I'm, I'm not supposed to leave my house either. And I'm going Anyhow, out to the park. Yeah. And so I'm just like, well, at which fucking point? Like, I don't know. So there's all this mitigated risk and what's safe and what's not. And I try, I try to navigate it without being angry and resentful toward anybody. And it's yeah. not easy. No, because I have you. I have lots of resentments toward lots of people, vague yeah. numbers of people, very specific people. And so yeah. I'm a human being and I read I open up Apple News more than I should, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking Reddit. Reddit politics. Our politics. I want to make my day shitty. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna read our politics and go so, on Twitter. Oh God. I'm gonna yeah. make my day even worse. I'm gonna read the comments on Twitter. So I don't feel too bad when it's like, I'm going to go spend New Year's Day. I'm going to wake up without a hangover and I'm going to go to the forest and just- You're killing it. That's you rad. It's, it's the only best thing that I know what to do right now with myself because I can't go make money. And even then I didn't feel 100% safe. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? You were not working a 100% safe job. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Not even a little bit. And still, I live in a- part of the world that's pretty significantly unaffected compared to a lot of other places right yeah but well because there's less people there yeah right it is only a matter of time because montana had less people and ohio and idaho and those places are as red as a fucking you know it's like far cry five out very there. red yes yeah, like far cry five out there thank you exactly Don't bring it back I mean, to the video red games. as fuck dude yeah <laughs> So, um, but yeah, do with this new year. It's more like just, I feel like just forgiving myself and having patience and, you know, I think patience is a good one. I think that I talked um, to my mom today, right? We're yeah. speaking of resentments. Now I'm following oh. this path. We're like laughing. I was like laughing. Cause I'm like, dude, you're like, I'm like, are you excited for something? And then my mom's like, no. And I'm like, you know what? Come to think about it in my life. I've never seen you excited for anything. My mom has never been, ex is not excitable. My mom has never been excited for shit. Mm -hmm. Ever. Like, oh, I'm really looking forward to this. She's like, yeah, because I learned to live without expectations. And I'm like, why? And she's like, because if I expect shit, it doesn't happen. And I get disappointed and I get resentful and then I drink. So I don't, I don't expect anything. 
<laughs> and it's such a trip right because i get stoked for shit i'm like yo there's gonna be cyberpunk's coming out i'm hella stoked and then cyberpunk comes out and it's fucking awful Trash. i don't even buy it i'm like this is awful i'm not buying this mm-hmm. you know so maybe she's on to something but also like it's fun to get excited about shit but i don't know huh. it was just a funny train of thought for my mom where she's like if i don't expect shit i don't get disappointed if i don't get disappointed i don't get resentful and then i don't drink it's because your mom's a fucking buddhist She's yeah, the, it's she the whole, really right? is, dude. It's, she it's really the whole is, yeah. suffering comes from desire. So if mm-hmm. I do not desire, I do not mm-hmm. suffer. And then if something good happens, you're like, bam, bonus. I lucked yeah. out today. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Um, I never looked at it that way, but it just reminds me of you talking about resentments and like these things festering mm-hmm. and building up and how they can compound and cause mental distress, you know? Because mm-hmm. that whole old, that whole, um, that construct, that AA construct of resentments causing people to drink, I can see the validity in it because I think it has a lot of validity, but I can also see how it is a little dated as well. Now that we think about the alcoholic and the nature of the alcoholic, you don't have to be resentful to relapse. You just have to just relapse. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you hear a guy at a speaker meeting say, it was just a sunny Wednesday when I relapsed. And then you read the book, like, hey, check your resentments. So you're going to relapse, you know? And so I look at all that and I'm like, huh. I don't think we even need a reason to relapse. We just need to check our mental temperature just to make sure that we're not, that door is not open. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that door is not open for a relapse, you know? So I just got to check my mental temp. There's so many things. There are so many different ways to, I don't want to say like, there's so many different ways to fuck this up. So we have to be defensive against all of it. Right, exactly. And I don't want to, I also don't want that to come off. Like I'm saying there's a boogeyman around every corner. who's like, you're going to get drunk and die. Yeah, because I hate that shit. I mean, you may get drunk and die, but I hate it when they try to scare people in meetings like like it's fucking Jerry Springer. You know what I mean? And like mm-hmm. they take the dumb kids to jail and they're like, I'm going to fuck your face or whatever. And the yeah. kid's just like, oh, I want my mom. Which some people need that. But I, me personally, like I wouldn't, I never liked that. I was like, I don't need that, dude. I've lived, I know what I'm living. Like I know how it feels right now. I don't want to feel this way anymore. And I know if I drink, I'm going to feel this way. So I don't need the resentments to relapse necessarily, right. but they are not they going help. to help. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's, it's so it's it's definitely it's weird thinking, dude. Right. It's it's something that I need to look at every once in mm-hmm. a while and make sure that they are not out of control. Or I go like, so what are you really worried about, John? Like, what is it really yeah. bothering you? So if that thing that you're angry about or that person that's bothering you. If you and again, like the drinking, follow it out to its to its conclusion. You're like, oh, because I don't want to, I don't want to lose this relationship, or I don't mm-hmm. want to, I don't want to live in a world where that is the, that's the problem. So okay, mm-hmm. so how do you how do you how do you find a solution to that problem? Well, I can't yeah. fix it; it's out of my control. So I have mm-hmm. to let it go because I can't do anything. Well, what can you do? So are there certain and I think that that comes with um, the other part. The other big thing is service of some kind. Right. And it comes in all different mm-hmm. shades. I know that I was, again, I was talking to another alcoholic about it and talking about how, you know, you got to got to get out there and get yourself a sponsee. You know, they always say like, hey, once you've done the steps and you go out there and you spread, you spread the message. And I said, well, why don't you take care of yourself first for a little while and make sure that you are level and grounded? Because if somebody had mm. came and asked me for help in the first year that I was sober, I would have said, absolutely not. 
even right. after I had done, you know, done the steps or I would have been like, no way, man. I, I didn't, you know, absolutely not. And so right. let me fuck your recovery up. Cause I'm not doing a good enough job. <laughs> fucking my recovery up. Let's, mm-hmm. Yeah. That so, shit you were talking about earlier though. I want to point yeah. out is for, is fourth step as fourth step, but that's such organic fourth step where it leads to why you feel the way you oh. feel like mm-hmm. that literally is super organic four step work. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, why, why don't even playing the tape forward when you drink is kind of four step work. Cause you break it down and go, what happened? What, what happens? What comes of it? Why do I feel this way? I'm examining myself. I'm looking at my pattern, you know, mm-hmm. like, well, why am I resentful? Okay. And then, you know, how does that affect me? Okay. And what's my part in it? It's same as like, well, if I have one beer, what happens if I have two? Okay. So now that I've had two, where do I go from there? Now, now that I'm full blown fucking an alcoholic relapse, what happens now? Do you know what I mean? Like, instead of internalizing and looking at the thing, the four step way, you're taking it out, opening it up and spreading it out, looking at it. Do you know what I mean? Walking it down the line. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Or am Mm -hmm. I being weird? No, no, that makes sense. It, makes nah, sense. it works for me. Fuck that's, it. It's good that's, enough. <laughs> that's step good enough 10, for government right? work. Just, yeah. You do four through nine over and over mm-hmm. for the, and so mm-hmm. that's one of those things that yeah. I have, <clears throat> that I just do now. And I just feel, mm-hmm. I'm so glad that I can just do that rather than. But it's 10, practice these in all of our affairs, right? Practice these principles right. in all of our affairs. I think that's that, 10. That's 10, isn't it? Or 11. Prayer and meditation. Well, 12. Another. 12 yeah, 11 is prayer meditation, 10 is practice these. So it is, that's a 10. What, what, what you're talking about, the four step, playing it forward and back, those are tenths because yeah, the 10th is everything kind of mashed together. And then 12 is like in, induct other induct other people into the cult. Get out right, there, get exactly. them in. We need that money. We're going to be selling you the alpha brain here at the uh-huh. AA meeting. Yeah, alpha brain, Jesus Christ. Send you the tactical uh, bath. Yeah, you know, and I, I do want to say that too to, to people out there. I mean, everything on this show is just a suggestion and it may not work for you. Word. Yeah. Um, Once again, because now we're talking about program shit and both of us want to make it really clear that we do not represent any program. We just represent John and Jerry who have been in 12-step program and are only discussing how we play around with it in our head, in our own mental, physical recovery. And don't do what we do. No, it's just a suggestion. And I I try to, I'm still trying to figure out the things that work for me. Right. Gary's still trying to figure out the things that worked for him. Barely. And, and, and I just know that it's very, a, there's a lot of people with a lot of different solutions and yeah, a lot of them seem very enticing. And, you know, you, Jerry was joking about alpha brain and selling supplements and. Yeah, and no, don't take any of that shit like is that stupid. And, don't take that shit. Dude. Um, Do you know what I would suggest? The only thing is just going ham on a bunch of fucking halo top. That's about it. That's the only right? thing I'd suggest. Just go ham on some fucking birthday cake halo top. If you're feeling sad, you'll be all right. It's delicious. But no, don't take alpha brain. Don't use the fucking tactical bath. Duh. <laughs> First of all, duh. Uh-huh. Alpha brain's just dust in like fairy farts. That's nothing. So, and yeah. and if you Anyhow. find something, you know, whatever those, they were like putting elk protein. They were putting like elk meat into pills. It was like protein pills or like animal. I don't know. Fucking Joe Rogan. Just eat a ham sandwich. <laughs> don't listen to Joe Rogan, dude. That's like a millionaire telling you shit, like trying to relate to your ass. That dude's life is not your life. Right. Anyway, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, just, I, I just want to like, make it clear that I am not, for that, dude. yeah, I am not selling a way of life. No, gross. No, just telling you that this is how I do what I do. Yeah. And that 
it works so far on some levels mm -hmm. and it has failed me miserable on others and i have to go back to the drawing mm -hmm. board but, but I mean, the book that's... will be available soon on our online store. <laughs> yeah, it's We take Venmo and, <laughs> and as soon as I get around to drawing the book, we will. Yes. You know, it's only a couple. Actually, let's let's be fair. Um, Jerry has drawn and redrawn the book twice. And I have asked him to do certain drawings. And I said, There's I need no you to do payment. it this way. No money. No money. no money just on the power of love and alpha brain. <laughs> and then And then I said, Jerry, you know that thing I told you to do? I need you to do the opposite. And I'm like the worst fucking client in the world. I'm like, I love you though. It's just, it takes time. I punish you by making you wait. Well, yeah, there's nobody. I'm like, mm. yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'm right on that, Johnny. Let me uh, uh, up, up in my whole life. I'll mm. be right on that after I'm done with that. So after I'm done crying in a fucking Penske truck, <laughs> Palm Springs. <laughs> Even though I had someone else with a Penske truck. That being said, um, mm -hmm. I'm just, yeah. No, don't but, buy the alpha brain. No, I Elk mean, me I was... in a pill. I'm sorry. That's still killing me. I know. You put elk meat in the pill. It's been double blind tested by two fucking bros in fucking Santa Monica. You want elk meat in a pill? Just buy some fucking beef jerky and get it over with. Jesus Christ. They're in Austin, Texas now. Santa Monica's dead. LA's right. Dead. It is Austin, Texas. It is Austin, now. Austin, Texas. You don't have to pay the same amount of taxes in Texas. No, you don't. Listen, Joe Rogan was only, his podcast was only good between 2010 and 2012. Then it's all garbage after that. How many times are you going to hear Joey Diaz talk about snorting coke off a of fat girl's monkey? Like, <laughs> Yeah, the only good all. part of Joe Rogan back then was Duncan Trussell too, man. And then he had like the Proud Boys guy on it, and they were fucking homies. And Alex Jones yeah, is homie. There's fucking yeah. Anyone gives Candace Owens a fucking platform is an asshole. Fuck them. Yeah. So, come, come on, come at I'm me. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I, I don't yeah. know why I'm going on that tangent. It's, it has nothing to do with recovery. Oh, I mean, maybe those those are well. Those sound like resentments, Jerry. <laughs> fuck i gotta go four step joe rogan and alpha brain i think you kind of do i mean I, I'm, like, I'm not saying you need to do it tonight no I, i'll send him an email you're right <laughs> are you gonna dear joe rogan dear bro jogan bro jogan bro. i i've been feeling resentful and i just wanted to let you know that i i forgive i'm you. at it sorry right. man I'm, I'm sorry and then i gotta email that redheaded fucking yoga guy on youtube whose name i can't remember dear um, asshole Dear yoga asshole. JP cool. Sears. This is yeah, me. that guy. Mm -hmm. I just I'm sorry. I would, I would only I I guess I I this is this is something troubling that I see, especially in the it's more in the wellness and yoga and spiritual fitness kind of community. Um I don't see it as much in recovery and sobriety, but I haven't mm -hmm. I haven't dug deep so much, mm -hmm. but I just get concerned that people what I hear from people like these that we're, we're discussing is there's a lot of bullying and there's a lot of fear and manipulation. Yeah. And it's really hard when people are scared and it's really hard when people are vulnerable and mm -hmm. trying to like not drink and they want to do, they want to, they want to be healthy and they want to be well. Mm -hmm. And I have listened to these people before and I, I have tried to follow along and all I hear is fear mongering and I hear a lot of bullying and yeah. and then buy my shit. Yeah. And that's the thing that really frustrates me is scare, 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 buy my stuff. Buy my stuff. We ain't gonna bully you, listener. I don't, I don't think I'm I gonna bully you. No, I don't, no, I don't don't 
Yeah, I like how you're like, we haven't gotten any negative reviews. This will be the one. <laughs> well, that's not true. We, uh, I, I think I got one. We did the, we did the show about with Coda about uh, Trump being a Trump fame. Oh, somebody got mad. Uh, there was some comment on Instagram that was like, give it up on the politics or something like that. And I was like, well, it's the world we live in, man. It's bound to come up. And, yeah, it's, it's um, attached to everything. Like I'm sitting in a meeting and they start talking about it and people mm -hmm. get upset, but I get it though. Sometimes people are sick of that thing that has pretty much invaded every single waking aspect of our lives because we're in a pandemic that's been politicized. So you, mm -hmm. you can't escape it. So I guess I mostly, that's, I just want to I say- I don't know, good luck. Yeah. I, I, the point I would like to make is that I'm not here. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I think, you know, Jerry would agree with me that I'm not here to bully or force anybody into anything or to make anyone feel mm -hmm. bad. And in fact, I have yeah. made myself feel bad for so many years. It's the last fucking thing that I want to do. Yeah. No, um, fuck that, this, is, this, this shit is difficult enough. 2020 mm -hmm. was awful. Mm -hmm. Although- I learned a hell of a lot. <laughs> yeah. Know. I mean, maybe next podcast we'll talk about what good we got out of it because there was that's, some good in it though. There was some good be, stuff and we're hitting the end of this one, but yeah, that's, that's yeah. not a Cause I idea. did get a couple of positive things. I did. I really did. There were some things, life-changing things where I realized some shit about myself. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think in closing, um, I just want to say getting back on track is not always easy. Mm -hmm. It's not always clear, but mm -hmm. I just, just starting is, is the thing that, that works for me. Yeah. Just getting started. Stop, stop overthinking it. Stop, you know, I, because I'll take the core workout, for example, I don't want to do it and it's really fucking hard and then I can't do it for the full time and whatever. But as long as I'm there, whether or not I do the full thing perfectly, it doesn't matter as long as I'm just doing it. And so I think the same thing goes with recovery and sobriety is if you think that you're not doing it good enough, as long as you're not drinking and you're making steps to have a better, to make today better than yesterday. Yeah. Then you're doing a great job. Yeah. Fuck yeah, you're doing a great job. Hell yeah, you're doing way better than when you were drinking and not making right. any steps to change anything and hurting everybody else around you and yourself. And not now you're not doing yourself. that shit anymore. Yeah. 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 Don't compare yourself to me either. I'm not svelte. I'm a fucking right. a little double stack of pancakes. You don't even know, dude. But it's just funny. Like I, I'm sitting there going like, gosh, I just want to be svelte. And I'm like sucking in my, my belly. And, and I'm like, you're you such know, a bigger guy than me in general, right? though. Not even yeah. weight wise. Like you're taller than me. I know your forearms are bigger than my forearms. Like my head, you're a big beard. dude. That beard. Sasquatch. I just listened to a book about Sasquatches that eat people. Tell me. It's fucking awesome. It was Max Brooks, the new Max Brooks book. It's called De Evolution. Max Brooks wrote World War Z. Did you ever uh -huh. read that book? No. Great book. I saw the movie. Wonder and fucking movie was garbage. Book was great. Movie has nothing to do with the book. But anyway, the De Evolution is about Mount Rainier exploding and Bigfoot's running away from the explosion and they come upon a group of like uh silicon valley people living up in the mountains and they eat them all it's great nice. okay it's great evolution yeah. um yeah so don't compare yourself to anybody but Bam. yourself of who you yeah. were yesterday and yeah. and find you know baby steps as they say baby steps the, um, dude what movie was that what about bob baby steps bob baby steps baby steps i'm doing it i'm sailing
I'm doing it. In the words <laughs> you know, of Bill Murray, you know. I'm doing it. Yes. I'm sailing. You know. So yeah, wow. man. I mean, back on track. It's it may not even last the whole month. The resolutions no. might falter, and that's fine. Tomorrow. Shit, John yeah. may be fucking knuckle deep in some fucking chocolate covered pretzels. Who knows? <laughs> They're delicious. That sounds really I good. I love them. like yeah. peanut butter pretzels with some chocolate. I know there's oh a God. there's a top of them here, dude. I've gained some oh. weight too, man. I'm there with you, buddy. So I'm there with you. So please be kind to yourself. Love thy neighbor mm-hmm. from a from a good distance. And we'll get through this. Yeah, we will. We'll make 2021 palatable. It'll be all yes. right. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, Jerry. All right, man. Later. Later. Thanks again for listening. Our music, as always, is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com. And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah.